0: Hi, and welcome to Finding Your Way Through Therapy. I am your host, Steve Bisson. I'm an author and mental health counselor. Are you curious about therapy? Do you feel there is a lot of mystery about therapy? Do you wonder what your therapist is doing and why? The goal of this podcast is to make therapy and psychology accessible to all by using real language and straight-to-the-point discussions. This podcast wants to remind you to take care of your mental health, just like you would your physical health. Therapy should not be intimidating. It should be a great way to better health. I will demystify what happens in counseling, discuss topics related to mental health, and discussions you can have with your therapist. I also want to introduce psychology in everyday life, as I feel most of our lives are enmeshed in psychology. I want to introduce the subtle and not-so-subtle way psychology plays a factor in our lives. It will be my own mix of thoughts as well as special guests. So join me on this discovery of therapy and psychology. Well, hello and welcome to Finding Your Way Through Therapy, the podcast. My name is Steve Bisson. I'm a mental health counselor as well as an author. I wanted to start episode one by talking about why talk about therapy and counseling and psychology in a podcast. The first thing I want to say is that there isn't a whole lot of podcasts that talk about what I consider as important as physical health. They don't talk about mental health as much. And when I go out or I'm in the community, I usually have a lot of people who ask me about mental health. As soon as they know I'm a therapist, they're curious. This is acquaintances, friends, neighbors, perfect strangers. You say you're a therapist. They have about 20,000 different questions about therapy and what it does and what happens. And they ask for cases and obviously for Protective reasons, I will not talk about that. There's HIPAA that it's still involved here. But the first thing that I did was research stats. And yes, there will be stats that I discuss. About 20% of people reach out for therapy on any given year. That doesn't count the ones who are in therapy prior to that. But I always feel like there's a whole lot more people that are talking about therapy. When I do the informal survey about why they don't go to therapy... The number one answer is not, uh, I don't have the time, I don't know who to see, uh, or even talk about, do I really need it? The most common answer is, well, I'm not that crazy, or I'm not crazy, or some form of answer like that. And the first thing I want to talk about is that you don't need to be off your rocker to go to therapy. I would say that most of my clients are regular people, regular folks. They have families, they have jobs, they have a house, they have a car to go to school. Anything that you would consider, open quotes, normal. And there's that word, normal. What the hell does that mean anyway? I don't really like that word. I've never thought that that's something we should really aim for in life, but we'll talk about that and... Other episodes, but ultimately normal is not a word that I usually use when I talk about therapy. There's a lot of people that are afraid that there's some sort of magic that goes on with therapy, you know, some smoke and mirrors or some like sleight of hand or reading minds or anything like that. But ultimately therapy is not that. There's no trickery involved. There's no special school to go how to get into people's heads. I don't have, for those of you who are Star Wars fans, I am not Kylo Ren. I'm not able to put my hand up and say, oh, I know how you're feeling and here are their fears and the things that you're having. If you know about a school that does that, though, I know that I'm interested and I know a lot of people might be interested in knowing more about that. Most of the time, therapy is about what's bothering the client, and having a normal conversation about it. Of course, my skills and the the skills of my colleagues come into play, and I don't want to play that down, but you've got to be able to talk about what's going on and have a conversation about what's truly troubling you. That's about what we do. I mean, I don't want to disparage any of my colleagues. I'm not saying that it's as easy as what's up, but at the same time, it is something as simple as having a conversation with someone at the end of the day what we want is to make sure that you feel better some therapists start with more about what's going on or how is your whatever problem you're presenting with is happening or anything new happening with that that's usually the conversation i have known some therapists to say how are you feeling on a scale of 1 to 10 but i'm much more of a you know simple therapist how are you what's going on what's new That's the stuff that I usually start off with. And please understand that my colleagues, you know, go to school for this, get their master's, get their doctorate. So I'm not simplifying everything here. But when you talk to a therapist, it's a conversation and the therapist is trained to figure out what part can be addressed. And we'll talk about different types of therapy a little later on and which one works best. And I, spoiler alert, it's not what you'd think. At the end of the day, when we talk about therapy, it's just about the relationship that you create with your therapist. What are you going to talk about? What are you going to say? And those are the things that I'm really interested in. I think a lot of my colleagues are interested in. And then when we find things that may be improved, need to be worked on, then you can address that. And once you have that conversation, it is easier to find out where a person has their head, what's going on, and see what makes them struggle, what they're concerned, and things like that. Of course, when you have those first conversations, there's usually a question about suicide, self-harm, homicides, and hallucinations. We need to address that just to make sure that everyone is safe and see if we need to make some additional plans in regards to that. It's not all doom and gloom, but it is important that we have those conversations so that we can talk about the things that may be more safety based. There's a lot of stuff that will go on in the session. Most of the therapists will call it history taking, and it's the stuff that we need in order to maybe see where this problem may be originated and stuff like that. So let's talk therapy. Let's talk what happens, but more importantly. Learn to tame your fear with the dreaded shrink or whatever you want to call us and see how this can be helpful for you and how it can be as important to you as any other medical appointment you may have. So thank you for joining me on episode one and I hope this clarified a little more of what I'm going to be talking about and obviously there's going to be guests and other things that are very important in the psychological world as well as mental health, obviously, and everything else that may be related to that. Episode two is actually going to be available right now. And episode two is a conversation with Jason Ball. Jay is a friend of mine who actually does mental health first aid and has been doing that for about three years now. And so finish this episode and go right away to episode two. I think it's going to be very important to look at different angles and that is why psychology is so important to me. Mental health is so important to me and I hope that you join me on this journey. So I hope you have a great rest of the day and I will see on episode two. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and really look forward to being on this journey with you.